Guys. Beer. Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you, boys. Everybody, what's happening? Hey, Sean and Brad, Guys Beer Sports, episode 29, close the season one is on the way. Sean, how are you? Excellent, man. Excellent. How you doing, man? Oh, well, it's good to see you. Heard you got some snow over there. Yeah, a little bit. You know, a little small eight inches, which doesn't sound much to maybe many of you, but um, in this corner of the PNW, it's, you know, it's 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 detrimental. <laughs> Everything has stopped. <laughs> there's, one, there's one coffee shop open. I'm sure it's packed. Uh, Everybody's no. all hustling. They're all bundled together. <laughs> no, everyone will be outside. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, it's COVID. It. Everyone loves it, but they don't care. <laughs> well, it'll be, it, it, well, it's interesting to see how it shakes out. It sounds like it's going to be here for a day. It looks like we're getting a bunch of snow from last night and this morning and then uh, today. And then it's going to warm up and rain tomorrow and wash it all away. So yeah. It might be I, the best. I, I just got to laugh when your daughter walked in, Coco, going, Is COVID 19 still exist in the snow? Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> for your logic. I know. I love it. <laughs> All your problems disappear when the fun happens. That's how it works. <laughs> We're trying to bring it. Hey, uh, shout out to our friends uh, at Flyers Brewery. I uh, got me another can here. Got the Barnstormer. Uh, what was it called? I was just called the Barnstormer. But it's, yeah, Barnstormer Brown uh, is the move. I also have uh, my. You know my fallback uh, forever. My pacemaker porter in the gra- in the garage there. So for <laughs> the garage, as you may call it, where you're from, uh, <laughs> it's the uh, the best time of year for drinking garage beer because it's just like the perfect temperature, right? So that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thanks stop. for the for that. It's a good deal. They've got a new yeah. beer right now. It's a mango beer. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Yes. Right, we'll see how it goes. So, Brad, I tweeted that out there too. So you better go try it because I want I want full updates on that that mango I'll beer. You know. I'll let you know because I was looking at that. And I'm like, dang. So it I said, like anybody? Yeah, I said everybody in the Skagit County area, you got to go to Flyers and try this mango beer. And let me know. I'm living vicariously through all of you. I'll let you know how it works out. Yeah, buddy. So I stopped in the propeller brewery so they have three i i did not know this they have three different brewing areas there within uh hrm halifax regional municipality and so uh, the one that i stopped in is a windmill road in dartmouth and uh very accommodating i called up uh, let them know what i wanted to do told them that we've already promoted their beer twice before so uh they gave me a car to their uh uh what do you call it uh social media manager there so uh evelyn she ended up reaching back to us thank you very much they suggested this one here this is a limited batch here called s'mores from propeller brewery basically we are looking at so i mean i like what they wrote here gather around and warm yourself with a decadent treat brewed rich with roasted malts chocolate vanilla bean and lactose it will spark the uh, joy of gooey toasted marshmallows by an open fire and leave you wanting s'more. Ooh. Uh, and what they call it, it's an Imperial Dessert Stout. Extra strong beer. Imperial Dessert Stout. I got to tell you right now, it's very phenomenal. Like, I literally taste like it's a beer s'mores. Just like the word says. 
It's interesting you're having dessert uh, so early on a Saturday, but I guess it's hey, not. It's Valentine's Day. Well, week. When this comes out, it'll be Valentine's Day. Valentine, you celebrate Valentine's Day all week long. All house. week. <laughs> Look at me, man. I'm <laughs> I'm sexual chocolate. What? Wow. <laughs> Big sexual chocolate teddy bear, huh? Is that how it works out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're turning red right now, buddy. I'm not. It didn't bother me at all. I'm just trying. <laughs> That's all. Turning a little red. I was like, "Did he just say yeah, that?" To say, but I'm not going to say him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, around <laughs> <laughs> with other things. Uh, this will be our last episode for a couple weeks. We're going to take a couple week break, uh, so we're going to close this off at season one. We will be back in two weeks, so we'll be March seventh. Yeah, see some content from us in between those times, but um, we're going to take some breaks. I'm. Uh, I'm going to celebrate my daughter's 17th birthday, uh, so I'll be out a little bit and traveling. Uh, I know Sean has got some things to go with also, so we are just uh, we felt like this was a good time to kind of reset. It's a good time of the year, uh, sports-wise, because there's just hockey going on, so who cares? Hey! <laughs> oh, there is basketball going on, that's the thing. Oh! Uh, you know, so. Anyway, we'll have a bunch to talk about when we get back, and a lot of breakdowns. we got some fun guests coming back. We've got... Um, our friend Ryan's coming back on. We've got uh, our buddy Stan's coming back on. We've got a couple more things in Hopper working on. So uh, season two looks to be brighter than season one. And to be honest, season one's been really bright for us. And so we're grateful for your support. We're grateful for your ears and eyes and all those things. So look forward to uh, what the rest of 21 holds. With all that said, John, this mm-hmm. week, sports, a lot of interesting things going around. Uh, most of them, I think, we could all put into the vein of the trade market and the difference. We're, so I think, for one, we see more uh, midseason trades now more than ever in the major mm-hmm. sports, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe more interestingly, we see players vocally asking for trades out yeah. of locker rooms mm-hmm. more than we had ever seen. And so um, let's just dive right into there. I know uh, Sidney Crosby. Man, I almost called him Mason Crosby. That's how much I don't care. Uh, Mason Crosby, the kicker for the Packers, almost slid out of my mouth instead of the greatest hockey player to ever play in Sidney Crosby. Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We still got the wainer there, buddy. Wayne Gretzky. I mean, that's oh, yeah. the reason he's called the great one, you know. I think it's a self-given nickname, but whatever. It's fine. I don't know, Wayne Wayne maybe isn't as great uh, in this era as he would have been in his own era. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll have a whole full discussion about this year, Brad, because uh, I would love to discuss how is it that you have names like Bobby Clark, Phil Esposito, Bobby Orr, all these guys. Well, okay, Bobby Orr and Phil Esposito, let's take them out. Like you're let's just go into... In, you're, you're naming up extras in a court and turn No, no, no. <laughs> Get out of here. Mark Messier, um, all these guys that played in that generation with him, and yet... 50 goals and 50 games was the standard. This guy did it in 39. This guy got 218 yeah, points in a single season. Era. I'm just saying he doesn't fit in this era. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying that he would have probably done great things in this era. Probably. Great things, yeah. you know. Don't forget, too, that the I pads. I probably would have played in the NBA if I was seven inches taller and talented. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right. Listen, we're getting off topic here. I don't. I don't have time to educate you on hockey right now, Brad. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't have the time or the patience. 
or the energy. <laughs> Sounds like Valentine's Day night at some people's house, but it's fine. <laughs> um, Listen, here, here's one thing that I am very interested in is that you would see a lot of this stuff, this these antics playing out in like the NBA, right? Yeah. Not so much the NHL, but the NBA is a very, very vocal league, I always thought. Like, I mean, people always speak what's on their minds, you know? So to see it happening in the NFL, and especially with a guy like Russell Wilson showing up on the Dan Patrick show, and then all of a sudden, this guy was the number one cheerleader for Seattle. Think about this. This is the first time ever that he's come out and saying, I'm getting hit too many times. And I like to be part of the decision-making process of who to come, like who comes into Seattle. It's the first time he's actually said any criticism well, against Seattle. Here, here's the thing though, too, is that if we look back, we've seen this coming, right? And Russell's always been the good guy, glad handing and doing those things. But when he negotiated his last contract, he tried to put it in an escalator clause that he would be responsible for a certain percentage of the, he wanted to get paid based on the salary cap. Right. Because he felt like as the quarterback, he deserved that. So this mm-hmm. decision that he's putting out now mm-hmm. isn't a surprise to me. What is surprising to me is that Russell thinks that he would be a great talent evaluator, but maybe it's not surprising because t- Russell has his hands in so many other things. Mm-hmm that maybe he thinks he can do this also, but you can't run your businesses. You can't be your wife's arm candy. You can't be a quarterback of a football team and you mm-hmm. can't be a talent evaluator. Hardly mm-hmm. anyone can be a GM and a coach. Yeah. I mean, look at Tom Brady. It doesn't make those. Yes. And Tom's one Tom of the greatest Brady. to ever do it, but he's the Absolutely. outlaw. No one else is doing it. Joe Montana wasn't doing that. No. Like Tom he Brady, Tom Brady put his fingers in that pie and, and really he, he, Baked a beautiful pie in Tampa Bay. He did. Peyton Manning, right? And I love yeah. Russell Wilson. I don't want this. To, I mean, this sounds like it's a harsh thing to say, but he's not Peyton Manning and he's not Tom Brady. You know why? Because if he was, he wouldn't be doing all this other stuff on the sides. And he wouldn't be able to track his. Be like, oh, Russell sucks right now. What's he doing? Oh, on social media. Oh, he's doing these other things. Well, I think he's trying to empire build. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, but, except for when it comes to the detriment of your performance. Yeah. When you can't get the ball out in time and you're getting hit and then you're not going to take responsibility. But is, is that on him or is that on the wide yes. receivers not getting open? I mean, him sitting back there waiting for something to open up downfield instead of dumping the ball off, continually wait and taking sacks. He took more sacks that were his own doing that were more than four seconds in the pocket, which is an eternity in the NFL this year. And that's because. Oh, no, was- absolutely. When you look at, when you looked at uh, the time period there that Roethlisberger was getting it out and it was like two something. Yeah, less than two seconds, 1.75 yeah. or something like that. Yes. Yeah. What I'm saying so, is he's not checking the ball down in a time where arguably he had the most talented offensive line he's ever had, and he had the most receiving weapons he had ever had, not to mention he had a pretty good two-handed run. He's never had better receiving options than he has the last two years. Yeah, I, I agree with you. DK Metcalf is, is amazing. And so if you are if you and, go from holding the ball from two yeah. seconds to four seconds, yeah, that's on you, Russell. Own it. Yeah. Make the damn move. Yeah. But you're I not, think you're not being protected. Throw the ball. Interesting. Or check out. Like, so you actually think that his offensive line has actually been better than well? Okay, last year, arguably, yeah, it, I, yeah. Last year, yes. Prior years, no. Yeah. But this last year, it was, and he thought he could do some things, and he couldn't. Yeah. It's chicken shit for him to say now that it is not being protected enough, and then pulling up all these stats from the last five years. Well, last he was year, one of the most heaviest sack quarterbacks. Yes. 
You 100 percent is. Yeah. But yeah. say it then. Don't say it when they give you a better offensive line and then you pull the ball in and try to hold it twice as long as you were holding it before. Do you think this is a ploy? This is a ploy for him to get out of Seattle? Uh, I don't think it's a ploy for him to get out of Seattle. I think it's just his, I think this is how he feels. I think he likes Schottenheimer. I think he's upset about that. And, yeah. And yeah. I feel like the way that they, because, you know, Pete had come out and said that Norton and Schottenheimer are going to be around. And then three days later, Schottenheimer was gone. Yeah. You know, um, and was, was that Schottenheimer? I'm sorry just to interrupt you. Was that Schottenheimer? Marty's son, Marty Schottenheimer's son. So yeah, rest in peace, Marty Schottenheimer. We'll get into that later. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, greatest, keep going. Uh, one of the greatest coaches to do it. Yeah, I'm always. I've never. It's still not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Um, the Hall of Fame's a joke anyway, but we'll have another topic for the time, I guess. It's a popularity contest, man. Who wants to win a popularity contest? Stupid these days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just I go back and I look at all these things and I look at Russell's heartfelt post of Sean Hammer that we didn't see for Daryl Bevel. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's more under the surface that we aren't aware of between John Schneider, Pete Carroll, and Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I think that Russell sees an opportunity to get in more than what he wants to do. And I'm not here for it. I don't think it's great. And it has nothing to do with that. I don't think players should be active and vocal. I think that they should be. I think they have an ability and an obligation and many times to do say things and to do things. Yeah. But this ain't it. He's not it. Yeah. What's, what's interesting though, is like yesterday you were stating that this is just a whole bunch of smoke. There's no real fire. It's like, it's probably going to blow over till next season. Yeah. Yeah. Where, I mean, the sports media world is kind of going nuts over this and they're really looking at, landing spots for him because like well there's nothing else to do right and even if you think about it what who's going to get back in yeah well the the thing is especially you have deshaun watson out there as well right so and possibly aaron Rodgers as well because even though he said all the right things aaron Rodgers is asking for more money back russell's not going to bring back a trade package that anybody wants because houston's going to geek it for everyone everyone that would want russell wilson Mm. uh let's just say uh, most of them are a few, a majority of them, yeah, are in the NFC, and there's no way that John Schneider trades Russell Wilson in the no, NFC. No, yeah, like I was thinking maybe to the Jets, you know, because they got the trade, they they got the yeah. picks. We just and we just made a move with them with Jamal Adams, right? Yeah, but when they got the back? picks, and that's the thing, Geno Smith's not gonna be a starting. You get picks. Right that's that's what you get back. But, you get picks. You don't. You, you can't do that if you're Seattle. You've got to get back a serviceable quarterback. And Sam Darnold. Well, you can draft. You could. You could draft. It's no, not going to be Sam right. Darnold. You could draft uh, Justin Fields, which is which is a similar. It's a similar breed of quarterback to yeah. Russell Wilson. I mean, that's the only thing that I looked at that actually made sense. It's like yeah. okay, so now you have this quarterback that you're not paying top dollar. You can now go out and sign those defensive players, like maybe bringing a JJ Watt, maybe bringing somebody like that in order to say, "Hey, listen, we have a potential contender here." You know, uh, yeah, I don't maybe. know. Maybe it makes sense. You know, uh, they got to do if that. The thing is, is you know, Seattle built their team when it was in contention, like in real contention, by having a quarterback under team control, contract wise, so they could spend their money on defense. And I think that they would like to get back to that. I think people forget. They're, they're hamstrung yeah. right now on how they could pay people because of Russell's contract. Well, that's it. People forget that at one point, Russell Wilson was the highest paid quarterback yeah. at one point until Patrick Mahomes got his deals. 
Yeah, I, I would even, you know, yeah, I would even be uh, those, you know, the list of quarterbacks that I would accept uh, to replace Russell Wilson isn't very long, but I would take, and I would even take Matt Ryan right now, to be honest. Oh, really? That's oh, a yeah. whole different, that's a whole different uh, scheme. Not for, what we're, not for what we're trying to do. I mean, we'd have to be on a team friendly deal, but yeah. Like, it's that's not a whole really, if you think about, though, if you think about what Pete Carroll likes to do, Russell Wilson is not his quarterback. I guess. Well, maybe I, we're just used to seeing Pete Carroll using Russell Wilson and Russell yeah. Wilson just being that guy to scramble and get you yeah. those yards, right? So there's like a two prong running yeah. uh, attack. Felt, I think as a fan base, the last two years, last year we started back, is Russell losing a step? Is he? And this year he came in and he just, he was not right this year. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Cause He's still prolific. Yeah. If he were, he were to land, what's going on there? Uh, my, my phone turned on. She must have thought I said Siri, and then she was like, "Oh, she wanted to help you out, eh?" <laughs> no, but seriously, um, to me, if it, if it is just something that's just going to blow over for another season, you know, well then you're still stuck in the same thing, and then really, then you just have two sides because right now the organization's mad at Russell, and Russell seems to be a little bit perturbed with the organization. Yeah. So something's got to smooth over somewhere, right? So now they'll figure it out. They're all professionals. Well, that's it. It's February. Yeah. Now February. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, and Deshaun Watson. Like Deshaun Watson's getting traded. I think we all know that. Yeah. I mean, and to be honest, like maybe the saving grace in Russell Wilson not getting traded is Deshaun Watson getting fumbled around by the Texans because if if T- Houston pulls the trigger on and trades Deshaun Watson. I think it opens the floodgates for transactions. Yeah. Because oh, right now there's so many teams that are in on Deshaun Watson that they don't want to hedge off and try to get somewhere else that they can land Deshaun Watson. Here's the thing, though. You land Deshaun Watson, that is a lot of your salary cap now being eaten yeah, I, up. And that's the thing. People are like, oh, I'd rather have, like, I'd rather trade Deshaun for Russell Wilson. I was like, for what? We're in the same boat. You guys aren't a rebuilder, though. You have you have a legit team. That's, but I'm saying we're in the same. Like we can't fortify the defense. We have to pay Jamal Adams. We've got a bunch of free, like DK Metcalf's contracts coming. Like we have a bunch of things that they have. To you got another up. season for DK Metcalf, though. You got another we, season. We probably have two seasons. Left. Yeah, he was, a, he was so. a later round pick. I think we probably have four, but still, it's still coming, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to pay Jamal Adams. We've got some defensive things we have to worry about, you know, and so. Man, they've got a you know I'm sure they've got it. They've got a five year plan, a seven year plan, probably a ten year plan. Who knows? But you know those are things to look at. Mm-hmm. My point is, is that trading Russell for Deshaun doesn't fix the salary cap problem. No, it no, no, gives no. you a younger, prolific passer. But I would argue that that's not our problem. No, no, it's not. And some of those losses sat on Russell Wilson. Because he can talk about the protection all he wants to, but they weren't forcing him to throw those ill-timed bullshit passes that ended up those pick sixes, those back-breaking pick sixes, yeah, turnovers in the red zone. Those were not under-pressure throws. Well, those that was not Pete Carroll getting drugged down. Yeah. This, the, sir, Pete made the call. Pete made the call, but Russell threw the ball. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I understand you. I'm just saying that Pete Carroll was trying to change Russell Wilson's game tactics to make him more of a pocket passer as opposed to a scrambler. But that's what Russell wants. Russell's been asking for that for four years. Okay. 
Okay. Russell does not want to be a scrambling quarterback. He wants to be a pocket passing quarterback. Okay. Well, then that makes more sense then. Yeah. And that, that's just the thing. And so like, that, the thing that perturbed me the most is that if Russell would have said this after the 2019 season, then we all would have been like, yeah, that's 100% what it is. Absolutely. But then you watch what happened in the 2020 season, and then you hear it, and it feels a little bit like – I know, think he was playing the blame game. Excuse. It was the, yeah, it was the blame it's, game, yeah. not taking accountability, and that's what rubs yeah. me the wrong way. Yeah. It's not him saying, hey, I had a really bad 2020 season. You just had the most interceptions. Sure, you threw you threw for a lot of yards and you threw for a lot of touchdowns, but the amount of interceptions you had, it was bad. It was bad. If you go and look at those interceptions, key moments mm. of the game, turning points of the game, mm. pick sixes that decimated any chance of a comeback or destroyed a lead. Mm. Almost all of them. That's crazy. It's so from that's why I guess for me that's why I get so fired up over the whole thing because I feel like he had a down season and then to blame it on a problem yeah. that was already there when yeah. really yeah. that problem had gotten better this year just really it just rubs me the wrong way. So I hear you. Hey, listen, I'm Brad, for, I mean, I'm still pulling for the guy when he's back next year because I don't think he goes anywhere. I mean, that's just well, it'll know. be interesting. This is a good we're going we're going to get to our predictions there yeah. coming up. So let's just put that one on on. Uh, Let's put that one on pause right now. Hey, I wanted to bring in, as you know, I had to do a pre-recording there. It was a busy yeah. week there. Yeah. So I wanted to bring in uh, our special guest that we had there, uh, Tom uh, Thomas Ferry there from Stakester. And uh, it was a great interview. I hope you enjoy this. We'll be right back. Hey, uh, real quick, Tom, listen to me. I hear you. I'm going to work on my core, and then we're going to talk about it. So let's we'll make some time in Season 2. Hey, this is Guys Beer Sports. This is Sean speaking here with Tom Ferry. So he is the founder of Stakester. Stakester is the app that allows you to beat your buddies. I did that all wrong. We can start that over it again. Was, do you know what? And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a joke about something about the audience say in a minute. So like if you, I mean, you can keep this in if you want. I want the audience to know. <laughs> The first time round, you were so afraid to say my name. You're like, fairy? Wait, has anyone actually got a name? That <laughs> that weakness guy? Fairy? That can't be right. Surely. Surely. I mean, he looks quite he looks fairly masculine, but like his name's Fairy. What? Can you imagine what that's like at school? I have the face of a girl and a surname Fairy. And people are like, Tom, why did you get into martial arts and rugby? I'm like, mate, honestly. Can you imagine what it's like walking to school the first day and the teacher's like... You got to be tough. You got to be tough. I mean, you got to be two things. You got to be tough or fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. I've got very thick skin. Very thick skin. You know, I, I'm happy to take the banter. Anyway, sorry. So, you look, you butchered it, Sean, but let's keep I it I sure in. did. I sure crowd. did. Let's keep it for the crowd. They want to hear this. <laughs> so, listen, Stakester is the app that allows you to place bets... And beat your friends, okay? Yeah. You, you got to beat your friends. You gotta I beat love your this, buddies. Tom. Yeah, do you want me to say where I came from, what happened? I, I want I want the full thing, and then I'm going to be right. asking you about your martial arts after that then, too, because okay. I'm very intrigued right. about that. Okay, they're intrinsically linked, and when we say martial arts, very <laughs> loose. I've been trying for years, but never very well. Okay, so um, I am... I worked in a startup before, um, had a pretty yeah, standard career that did work, had some quite senior positions, did pretty well, made some sweet quiche. And um, but then I 
this dude came to me one day and he said, uh, Tom, yeah, we're, um, we're starting this company. Um, and, um, you know, we want if you want to come work for us. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mate, I've got, I'm a senior sales guy at this company. I work like at best two days a week and I get paid good money. What are you talking about? Give up my money and work for a, what is this thing you call a startup? This is a joke. And then he convinced me. Oh, I was very easily swayed. He basically just said to me, hey, Tom, just, do you just remember the name that, of that? Well, the he, was like, <laughs> he said to me, he said, he said, Tom, do you remember the name of um, the hundredth employee? And the, oh, then he listed like four companies. I was like, no. Do you remember the name of the founder? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, are you coming or not? <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> so uh, good sell, good pitch. So anyway, so I went to work for this uh, company, startup, and I basically fell in love with this world of like, holy moly, this is amazing. All these people who are like, I mean, it's just like, if, you, if you're creative and you're competitive, there's no better environment to work in than a startup because you're basically just competing with people all the time. And we had a really great run and we got to like 200 people in two years. It was mad. Mm. Um, but I'll be honest, I hated it. You hated yeah, the startup? I, I hated, hated it. I hated it. Yeah, I did. Okay. I like, because I saw what startups were really, I worked at a company where we wore suits. You know, we wore three-piece suits. We are selling to banks. It's pretty serious. And I'd be walking into the accelerators. I was at the, on the Microsoft accelerator and the PwC one. And you walk in the room and you've got all these dudes in there, like, you know, and they've got branded t-shirts and hoodies. I'm like, fuck, I want a branded t-shirt and hoodie. Seriously, Sean, <laughs> how do I get this merch? And they're sitting around they're like, yeah, we just had a brainstorming session. I was like, I don't even know what that is. I want to do one of these things. So anyway, okay, by the way, Sean, you're there on the beer. It's quite late for me. So I'm on the water. You know, I'm running in the morning. I feel like, you know, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm sorry. I've let you down it's, there. It's all good. Bit. It's all good. You know what? I'm also, I'm also Navy. So, I mean, it kind of just flows in my blood veins as, as, uh, it, as it is. <laughs> Cheers to combat. Okay. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so I'm there, and, I, and so anyway, so I, I sacked that off, and well, I say sack off is a bit rich. So I decided to leave. I think if you're not giving something 100, percent don't do it. That's my attitude towards things. If you're not giving your people you work with 100, percent you shouldn't be there. It's not their job to carry you. You're there to help people around you. Anyway, this is when we get into the good bit of the story. Um, so I'm a bit miserable, and I'm into my martial arts now. I've been a Muay Thai guy for most of my martial arts. We'll put in inverted commas career um okay. like you know uh I, you know i had some success across you know a little bit of muay thai but really i'm a stand-up guy and um but i'm old and so i was like my joints are starting to make funny noises and i tell you what concussion ain't no fun so i decided to um start getting into jujitsu and a good friend of mine who i did some stand-up with a couple of times Happened to be a guy who competed at the ADCCs, which is like the Olympics of jiu-jitsu. Right. 13-time national champion. Pretty solid guy. And he's like, Tom, why don't you come and roll sometime? I'm like, yeah, but let's do it. So um, I got into jiu-jitsu. And anyone who's done jiu-jitsu knows that it is, it, is, it is humbling, to say the least. You literally get on the mat and you're like, I'll work out. I lift some weights. And then these children are just making me tap them like a bongo because they're just tapping me out all the time. My masculinity disappeared instantly. <laughs> it is a legit superpower. Do not, do not feel bad about that one bit. So I was talking just a couple of weeks ago, we had our uh, buddy here, Reed, on, and uh, he's an MMA guy as well. He right. was in the MMA world. And he was saying like how we had a Marine recon dude that was one of his good friends come in and roll with some of these guys. And he was tapping left, right, and center. So yeah, there's no shame in that. 
No. It's bad. These guys, I'm lighting up in the ring and then they get on the mat and they just make me feel like a child. It's insane. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm getting really into the, So six months, six or seven months in, like I'm training fairly, I fair, a lot. I'm not good by any means, but anyway, like, I'm awful, you know, and um, I'm like white belt minus three or something. And this guy, um, but anyway, this Russian dude comes in, random, yeah, and he is, we'll call him Hench, okay? You know you know, you guys got it. We're going, we're going got, into the story here. We're going into the story. We're in the story. We'll tell oh, you what happened. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm in the story. I'm in Okay, it. all right. Yeah, I'm in right. there right now, buddy. Okay. Yeah? Okay, we're in the Matrix. And he's got one of those, he's got one of those vests that goes in at the back. You know, not ones that go straight down. You know, I think, you know, you, anyway, like... The sh- it, sh- it opens up around your shoulder blades. Oh, oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Okay, so he's like yeah. he's, he's got a V. He's got a V. He's, he's a big guy. Yeah. In, yeah. in England, we call those a wife beater. Yeah, that's what you wear when you. No, you call a wife, wife beater anywhere. So oh, <laughs> you're talking fine. about you're talking about what? Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, wife exactly, beater. Yeah. All, all day, all everywhere. <laughs> okay, right. That's just what it's called. And he's calling <laughs> and he comes over and he goes, "I recognize you. You're winning competition." And I'm like, "And by the way, that is an exact accent." Okay, if he was here now, he'd be like, oh, that's very good. You sound exactly like me. Anyway, so he's like, he says, he says, I recognize you're in competition. And all the guys around me are like, shut the fuck up. Do not say that around him. He is arrogant enough as it is. And they're right, I am. And it, well, ironically, it was for Muay Thai. He'd see me win the competition, not for jujitsu. I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I did win a competition. He goes, but you look so weak. <laughs> Instantly, my heart breaks. Now... <clears throat> I'm not familiar particularly with Russian culture. I'll be honest with you. So I was quite surprised by the exchange that followed. And he said, well, how about the word spa sometime? And I'm like, all right, bro, fine. Yeah, let's do it. And he's like, how about the word right now? And I'm like, okay. Everyone around me is like, who the fuck is this guy? Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, look, it's jujitsu. The worst that can happen is a tap and he lets go. Right. Do you know all what I mean? Right, like, all it's- right. what's, what's, what's the size of this guy? Like what, what are we okay, talking about? Height wise? Right. So- all right. Are, am, we going, are we going stone? Are we going stone because we're talking England or are we talking pounds? Here? Okay, right. So first of all, I'm um I'm five and eleven and three quarters. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's a height wise. Let me just quickly <laughs> do a conversion. Okay. I'm not I'm not a big guy, but I'm pretty lean. Um I am I'm hundred and sixty-five pounds. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So I'm yeah, I'm I'm in fight shape, but I'm not a big guy. Right. And um and he's like, but he's like Mm, I'd say like 95 kgs in UK. So that's like mm, 180 to 200. 200, 200, yeah. 210. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. And he's like 6'2". He's a lot bigger yeah. than me. Okay. And um, all gun, no leg, you know, classic. Yeah, <laughs> the se- the so he's, second- a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bar star. Is that what yeah. he is? The he's the kind of guy you see on the rugby pitch and you're like, mate, you are, you are in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, you are not walking through me. You think those guns are going to help you out? They are not, okay? Anyway, so he's all like, It's all Hollywood muscles. It's all right? Hollywood, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, so he gets on there, and he's like, what? he said, well, what maybe we'll play, we do it for money. And I'm like, all right, this is... And I'm feeling a little bit intimidated. I'll be honest with you. I'm pretending like it was fine, but I was a little bit intimidated. But obviously, mm. I'm not going to tell anyone that. I'll keep that a secret. Yeah. Anyway, so he steps up, and for those of you who listen, they'll know, they'll get this. But the fact is... Jiu-jitsu is a legit science, right? It is. Like, if you don't know what you're doing, someone who's been doing it for two months is going to you up, okay? Strength. And then, basically, he he does the I I literally just sit on my bum. Yeah, don't pull guard. Don't even worry about trying to grapple with him. Yeah, 
He just sits in, comes straight into the middle of my guard. I wrap him up into a triangle straight away. And he wow. taps out. Straight away, straight wow. away. Like, you know, like, um, we're talking seconds. And he's like, you wow. cheat, you use your legs. I'm like, no, buddy, that's how the game works. Anyway, everyone's like, saying, what did he think he was going into? I what know. What did he think he was going into? I think it's, it's like, it's traditional. he's a bigger guy, you know, like, and he's there. And he's like, he was actually, in fairness to him, in credit to him, yeah, the guy, um, Alexi, actually quite a nice guy. Yeah, I met him since. Um, but anyway, uh, so, so he anyway, he storms off in a sock. And as he's going away, I'm like, hey, hey, where's my money, bro? And he says, oh, no, I pay your next time. I'm like, no, 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 that's not how it works. So I get my phone out and I'm flicking through my phone to try and find an app. And then literally that was the moment the stakes was born. I was like, fuck. All the time when I was growing up and I was a kid, which is, I'm still really a kid now. Everything, I would bet my mates everything. I'm faster than you. I'm faster than you. I've done, even if I'm not, I bet you that I'm faster than you. I can do more pull-ups than you. Literally everything. You're talking to me or you're talking to your... your I'm telling your, you that now. I'm telling yeah. you as well, Sean. I'm telling everyone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got it. Got it. I love, Sean, I love sure. you, Tom. I love you. This is intense. Sean, if you want to race, if you want to race, Sean, we're, it's on. Oh, right? you'll, you'll, you'll smoke me in a race. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll do it for money. Anyway, so I'm like... So anyway, so I'm like... I'm, in, I'm like... Jeez, but I can't do this anymore because I don't carry any money. I don't carry any mm. money. Mm. So I go home and I start thinking about it. And, um, you know, my, um, my wife at the time is obviously, you know, she hates me. Of course she does. Anybody who spent more than 10 minutes with me does. She just happens to have had my kids. So she doesn't have a choice. Um, anyway, so I'm there and I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I'm like, what, th- what, there's got to be a bigger market. It can't be just the sports, right? I'm right. like, what about now my brother? Okay, he's a loser. He plays video games, right? So like, when I was growing up, I was like, look, he was he was one of the first ever pro gamers. When I was growing up, I, you know what it's like, Sean. If you're in a house where your older brother does something, that's mm-hmm. what losers do. All right, my brother played games. He, they were for losers. I'm not. Wait a I'm the I'm the older brother in yeah. my family. Mate, you're the loser. Your family. Come you're, on you're, now. Your younger brother. He is cooler than you. Okay. All right, and he's well, better than you. Sorry. Yeah, I have I have a younger sister, but my my cousin who's oh your sister kind too. Of like she has to be right. Yeah, she has to be. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> you just met me for the first time, but you've already judged me from that. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I love it. I, I judged you straight awesome. away when I got on the call. I was like, look, this guy's got a, an ice hockey picture in the background. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> ice hockey's funny in the UK because like. So my best buddy, who's my one of my co-founders, right. um, I talk about the hierarchy of sport, and you're a sports guy, so you get this. When you go to school, all right, okay, there are basically two sports in the UK that you you want to be good at. Okay, they are rugby, or we call it football, you call it we, soccer. Footy, yeah, soccer right, here, yeah. yeah. In the US, you're like, you're tall, you're playing basketball, okay? Yeah, you're yeah. stacked, you're playing American football. If yeah. you're not one of those, you're playing baseball, right? But you got those three, right? <laughs> okay? But then Very you start true. getting Very into true. the hierarchy. If you're in the top tier, that's fine. You can do that. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm shit at these games. Yeah. <laughs> so then you go to the next one, you're like, oh, yeah, but um, I'm good at tennis. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then you work your way down. Now in the UK, by the time you get to ice hockey, you have worked your way through at least thirty sports. Oh come on now, man! Come on, <laughs> Wait, you you like you 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 played badminton. You've tried table tennis, you know, and then you're like, you know, we've got. Um, like, I think I think you've taken a step too far with the badminton, man. 
What do you do? I always think that. What do you do if you go on a date and a guy says to you, Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm really good at badminton? <laughs> You're like, Sexy, sexy. This guy, <laughs> let me go and brag to my friends about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Carrie Underwood is married to a hockey player, though. So Carrie Underwood is, yeah. well, look, in the US, it's legit, right? In the US, it's there because, you know, we have yeah. pretend cold over here. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's currently minus two, and the whole nation. But Owen Nolan, <laughs> Owen Nolan is like one of the biggest exports you guys had. Well, not the UK, but Scotland. Who? I remember Owen Nolan. Yeah, he came over. Who the f- is Owen <laughs> yeah, Nolan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is back, this is back in the 2000s. And uh, he played, he was from Scotland. And he, he played professional <laughs> hockey uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. So. <laughs> I've literally never heard of this guy. He probably gets paid more than every sportsman in the UK. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, Owen Nolan. I'm, I'm literally no idea who he is. Anyway, that's bad, isn't it? Sorry, Owen. If you, know, you, you won't be listening. I'm, I'm a bit insignificant. But if I, I'm really sorry. He's Scottish, so he's got a thick accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that ice hockey. But, like, in Scotland, we've got ice, so it's fine. Is it? Anyway, sorry. Enough of the accents. So, anyway, I decide to uh, move into gaming. So I call up my... Good friend of mine in the US, and I'm like, it's a good friend, Monica. She was a bit connected to the game. She used to do some gaming PR. Right. And I'm like, Monica, look, I've got this idea. Now, Monica does um, CrossFit, so she's a dick. Um, yeah, like, who decides to do that? You know, I always think to myself, like, <laughs> CrossFit's another one. It's like, you can't be the best at exercising. You can't. <laughs> not a sport. <clears throat> it's not. Now, I can imagine I pick up some hate for this. But like, you can be the best at a sport. You can't be the best at the prep for the sport. Yep. I, like- I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Crossfitters are a totally different breed of people. Altogether. I know. It's like when yeah, you get, you can imagine people in the in the cage. You can imagine Dustin Poirier looking at yeah Connor <laughs> after he's giving him a whooping, and Connor going, "Yeah, but you know what? I'm really good at I'm really really good at the, 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 the gym." Yeah, he's not saying that. He's not saying that. Just actually, in fairness, I, he's my hero. I fucking love Connor. I love him. Yeah, I love him so yeah. much. Please come back. Please. Oh, Please he's, come he's, back. he's coming back. He's he's out for six months there. I mean, you know, it was, it was he he looked pretty bad there. His leg his leg is pretty messed up. I love he's, him. He'll be back. He'll be back. I literally i i, I can't watch I can't watch enough of that guy. Anyway, Man. sorry, we're getting we're getting off. We're getting off the rails here for sure. The, I'm the worst guest you've ever. But had. he does. No, you know what? There's there's parallels between you and him. There's parallels between you and him because both of you bet on each other. You know Ooh. what I mean? Bet on yourselves. Yes. Well, so. you're exactly right. So we were like, so sorry to go back to the story. Yeah. So I, I am, um, anyway, this girl, Monica, she's like, well, have you met my fiance? And I was like, Monica, I don't give a fuck about your personal life. Okay. <laughs> Why? Yeah. We're not that close. She's right, like, right. we're like, um, he's, um, he's the co-creator of Grand Theft Auto. Right. And I'm like, Oh, sorry, Monica. Did I, did I mention I'm your best mate? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really like you. Um, I was literally like, well, so I said, um, I'm in London. I said, what's he doing tomorrow night at six? She goes, why do you want to, do you want to do a zoom? And I'm like, no, I'm looking at Skyscanner. I can be in New York tomorrow night at six. So I hop on a plane. I go over to New York. I sit down with the man. I'm like, Hey, Gary. And he's English. So he's incredibly intelligent. Um, and I said, Gary, here's, um, here's my idea. And I think we should be doing this for gaming because if you're in, if you're playing against some dude in, I don't know, Wisconsin, and I'm over in London, I'm not sending that dude my bank details, but I'm going right. to hustle. I'm, I'm going to play him. I want to make this more entertaining. I want, right. I want to win. Yep. And he was like, "I'm in." 
So I'll tell you what, actually, let me tell you a funny story. I'm going off my own here. I'm basically like monologuing. I'm the worst guest you've ever had, Sean. Sean, if you, I mean, this is, I'm so this is, sorry. This is our show. This is our show. Oh, Seriously. Fine. Okay. Oh, okay. no, no, no. I don't, I don't script anything. I like to, I like to get okay. whatever. And then I, I'm busy afterwards. <laughs> and then I'm busy. Okay, fine. And anyway, so, right. So I'll tell you this. This is a true story. This is a true story. The rest yeah. was true yeah. as well. I should, I should, but I'm not supposed to say this. The VCs always say, don't tell them the story about the Russians. I'm, like, I'm telling them. Um, anyway, so um, they're like, and my VCs are Russian. And they're like, you cannot tell the story about the Russian. We, it makes us look so bad. And I'm like, I'm telling them, mate, mate, I'll beat them. Everyone loves the story of beating a Russian. Everyone loves it. Have you ever watched a movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like Rocky IV. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, you I'm, have to beat Evan Drago. You have got to, to yeah. Drago. I don't think the, guy, the guy's name wasn't Arvin, unfortunately. But let's pretend it was. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, so I, we were like... Was, was like, his last name I... Drago? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go with it. Okay. Science <laughs> facts. So, yeah, anyway. So, I'm like, how do I test this? How do I test... That this is actually going to be real, this company, yeah. this thing, right? And I have this theory, like, Sean, you remember this, like, when you were younger, right? You ever, you've, you ever played pool for money? Yeah. Of course you have, right? Okay. And I expect you're judging you as I am. You probably lost. And um, I am, <laughs> and I'm like, so I get on the, so anyway, so I'm, but the thing about playing for money, right? I, first of all, as a heads up, I, put this out there, I hate gambling. I literally don't understand the concept of why I would put my money on uh-huh. something I can't control. All right, I just don't get it, okay? Like, I can't make my rugby team, okay, in the UK called Saracens, I can't right. make them play better. I can't. Right. I can't make Connor beat Poria. I can't make that happen. Okay, so I understand that. Yeah, so I've never that. said that. Yeah. However, I'm not an idiot. If I've got money on a game, holy sugar, I prefer it. I'm having so much more fun, right? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I do grown-up gambling now with Bitcoin. <laughs> Just grown-up gambling. Um, but it's like, but, you know, it's much more exciting when you've got some skin in the game. And so I was like, but what if I could create something whereby I could do that just for skills stuff, mm-hmm. just for skill-based pursuits? What about when I'm in control? If I'm in control of the outcome, is it more exciting if I've got money on it or I've got something at stake? It might not be money. It might be a prize. It might be a dare. don't know what it is. So I run this experiment. I call on my buddies. I'm like, guys, you're coming over to my house tonight. Beers are on me. We're playing some games. And they're like, okay, beers are on top. I'm coming. So they come around and I buy these shitty little heart rate monitors off of Amazon. They were like 20 bucks each. They were awful. And I take my laptop. I make a little spreadsheet. And then I make everyone wear the heart rate monitor. I tell them, what the fuck is this? I said, guys, just bear with me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll cut you some shares in the end. I'm not going to. That's all lies. They're not getting it. Um, um, but the, um, they got the beer. Anyway, so I hit a log well. We start playing FIFA. Yeah. And a bit of Madden. Don't worry. You know, we're... we're oh, oh you got a Madden too. I'm actually impressed. We, we, okay. we got a little bit of Madden in there. The most yeah. complicated game of all time. Um, God, who understands it? No one. <laughs> it's, it's not... It's, I don't tell people like American football. It literally lasts for like one second at a time. Yeah. It's a little... It's, it's horrendous. Anyway, sorry. You should American play real football? Sports. What are you talking about? The Super Bowl yeah. just happened. You can't be saying this. What are you talking I'm, about? I'm just saying... I'm just saying I'm a rugby guy. So I like, I like real sports. Hey, I yeah. like rugby as well. There's Good. nothing wrong yeah. with rugby. Problem is, though, is that, let's face it, the NFL knows how to merchandise and sell. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they, they do. do. It's they a do. show... I went to see a couple of games when I was living in the US and damn, they were good times. Did you ever go when you were in the UK at all? 
No, no. It's like no. trying to get like a ticket there is like trying to get a COVID vaccine. It's basically impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like you got to do it. Yeah. We're talking about teams like Jacksonville. Jacksonville's yeah, you, going over there. <laughs> you, can, you can only get a ticket if you're like over 80 and you know, you're on the edge. It's impossible. You can't get out of it. Okay. It's really hard. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm not going to this, and I know, and I was just like, oh, holy man, this is mad. Like, you know, when people weren't playing for money, like we yeah. start playing regularly and everyone's like, you know, 60s, 80 heart rate, whatever. You start playing for beer or pizza right. or a dare right. or money. And I've got people going up to like 125. It just matters more. It does. Like, yeah. that, that's the concept of entertainment for me. So I created a company where you can play games with other people and you can put some money in the pot, but you can only back yourself to win. Okay. So are you talking about strictly like um, things that you're in control of? So like not, not sporting events, not anything like that. Only something you participate in. Okay. Yep. Okay. And you can control the outcome. So you can't do like rolling a dice. Okay. But we could do chess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you now. We, we could do golf. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Do you but D&D, &D, no. No Dungeons and Dragons. No, and I mean, just generally speaking, just stop playing. All right? Okay? Just stop. All right, that's enough from you, okay? It's enough from you on the D&D, &D, okay? All right. I'm learning a lot about you here, Sean. I'm learning a lot about you. I don't know what level five warlock you are or whatever. Oh, I don't like, play. Yeah, he's there now. He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't play. Yeah. I don't play. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a tattoo of uh, some kind of wizard on my arm. But, yeah, I don't, but I don't play. Just, uh, I don't play. Just, just drunk one time. <laughs> yeah, no, not D and D. Anything that's got yeah. chance in it, you can't do. You have yeah. to be able to control the outcome. And so, sports okay. and esports. Yeah, and that's the jam. That's the story of how I we came love about. this. I love this. I mean, basically, then, so it's anything that you're you're yourself can control. Yep. And how does it work? Like, does it go into escrow? Like, yeah, the kind of, effectively. Yeah. Basically, what happens is you chuck your money in, it goes yeah. into a pot, and then we pay the winner, right? I love this. I love this concept. I love this concept. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, it's cool. it's going well. We're doing pretty well. We were uh, we're growing thousands and thousands every month. People are getting stoked. We're getting more games, more sports. We get some cool partnerships. It's a pretty cool time for us, actually. It's quite humbling because, as you can tell, I'm grossly incompetent. So uh, it's a bit of a surprise. Um, but, uh, it's been good fun. <laughs> so, how, how, all right, this is, this is all great news. I, I, I was really wondering there if it had to do with a lot of us, a little bit of sports betting as well, but from the sounds of it, it's strictly things that you are in control of, but you can, if you're playing basketball one-on-one -on -one, or you're playing footy <laughs> and you're playing there, right. It's just like. Uh, you could be you could be you could be betting on yourself like I'm going to get two goals in this game or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. Yeah, that's be a one on one, right? Because you got to be right. complete. Problem is, if you were like with just one guy playing in a team and a team of eleven, that wouldn't really make sense. But if you right, and I right. had a one on one of basketball, which right. I would not win because I am English, and um, <laughs> even if I was the best player in England, I would be what worse than the worst player in America. We are not good. <laughs> we are not a good basketball nation here. Yep. Um, uh exactly yeah i am i tell you what i played a little bit of high school yeah i remember i went i went over to camp america yeah like every posh english boy and um i went over to camp america and they're like hey tom do you want to come play some ball i'm like yeah mate i play at school all the time <laughs> i've literally got children who are basically fetal be beating me 
making a mockery of me. And they're like, <laughs> Tom, do you want to do you want to go and play in the kids' game? Like, you know, <laughs> you're so, not really making a difference here. Okay. I like you know what? I'm I'm growing to appreciate footy. I am. It was uh, very difficult for me. I've been watching MLS. <laughs> Don't laugh. I have a huge I have, I have a huge problem with football. With MLS? Well, just generally in football. I have a huge problem with it. Okay. Like, what, are we talking about are we talking about American we, football? We, any, right, okay. If we're just chewing the fat here about sport, right? Let me yeah. hit you with this. Okay, right. Okay. I have a huge problem with team sports where one person can win a game. Yeah. Okay. How do you so, figure that? Okay. Right. Okay. So if you take like, take football, right? And yeah. you get someone like a guy called Suarez. He's this Ugandan yeah. guy. Ugandan, sorry, Uruguayan guy. And he's in the World Cup and he's like their only decent player. And he basically makes the team and gets them through the group stages and gets them into quarterfinals, right? Okay, he's just like, makes a huge difference. <clears throat> I don't know about American football. This dude, Peyton Manning, right, okay? And Tom Brady, those guys, they seem to be winning a lot. <laughs> yep. And they seem to be making quite a huge difference to the teams they go to. Those kind of sports I worry about because they become yeah. too dependent on one person. I like the sports where like you can't have one person make a difference. If that person gets chopped and changed, same right. results. Yeah. Right. So like you're baseball, talking right? about yeah, baseball. Well, baseball. I mean, here's the thing: that you could still make a big difference if you got a guy hitting that ball, but you still need a good pitcher and you need good relievers and all that good stuff. I, yeah, I like hear what you're saying. Right? Yeah, basketball. Like, yeah, Jordan was only as good as yeah, it's, it's Pippen, right? So you he, need to. Have, well, like, that's exactly. You always need. Yeah, you need your Pippen to your Jordan for sure. <laughs> yeah. Look at Whereas you, when you got people like Pele or like Maradona, or you've got like some mega marquee player in your football team, you build it around that player. I never yeah. understood England though. England should have won a whole bunch okay, of World that's Cups. That's <laughs> they should have won a whole bunch hey, of Sean, World Cups. When Sean, I think about Sean, Rudy and I think about I think about Beckham, I think about all these great guys you guys had. You guys should have won. You guys should have won a few. Sean, I feel like you're taking this too far now. I feel like this is some racist. <laughs> I, I stepped over the line. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you've started to attack my people. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened, dude. I feel like this is this is a declaration of war. Okay. If Donald Trump was my president. My prime minister, <laughs> he'd be on this straight. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be like, I'm in. It's time to go to war. I'll go wherever they vote for me. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my gosh. Listen, Tom, I'm I'm hey. I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with this there. I mean, I'm glad to hear you guys are doing well. I'm gonna be Thanks, following man. this company because I, I really am interested in it. And uh, I, I would love to have you on another time there. You know, I don't know if you're ever interested in coming on there and speaking about a little bit of sports and how your how your app is going as well. I'd love I'm sure to, you're a busy man. To. I well, I mean, anyone who's um, I've got I've got two kids um, and it's in lockdown in the UK. And my one yeah. piece of advice for everyone who's um, got kids during lockdown is um, my one piece of advice. Well, two actually, uh, adoption and contraception. Yeah, those are the two things. So just. Just don't do it. It's it's just a terrible, terrible thing to happen. You know, oh like I like I love my kids. I do not like them. They are. I mean, <laughs> but that's the way it's supposed to be, though, Tom. That's the way it's supposed to. They be. literally. They are. I mean, I mean, I'm just. I'm just saying. Sean, you got kids? Uh yeah, but he's all grown up. So <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> So I went you, through all it? that. I went through all that. Yeah. Everyone, everyone is listening here. They're like, "Holy Tommy's, he's, he's talking the truth." <laughs> I'm sure there's people right now this just real. Going, ah, no, they're really. They're, luckily, luckily, they're um, they take after me, so they're really beautiful. So hopefully, they'll That's become awesome. models and and pay loads of money to me. 
Yeah, um, there you to go. Make a, to make, hopefully by the time I'm, yeah, they're old enough. I can just hey. mooch off their success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed with this. I'm going to be Thanks, promoting this. And this is going to be hey. coming out on Sunday, just to let you know. I respect that. I respect that. All right. And I hope you come back on because you're, you're entertaining and, uh, who knows? I mean, it sounds like you know your UFC, so we could definitely uh, talk that. Dude, I will yeah. chew the fat about UFC all day. Okay, big <laughs> yeah. fights. What we got this weekend? This weekend we've got uh, Usman Burns. I believe That's right. This weekend. Okay, That's right. right. So I'm gonna that was supposed to now. happen in the summer. That was supposed to happen in the summer. <laughs> yeah, there. it was. Then, yeah, uh, I yeah. am. I'm not a fan of Usman. Not a fan. Yeah. Um, not because I'm not a fan of the way he fights. Um, mm-hmm. I I think he's a bit. He for me, he's a bit of a. He's a bit of a fight counselor. He's kind of like he's. It's not exciting to watch. Yeah, he's okay, got okay. It's not very exciting to watch. Um, but I don't. You know, for me, it's an entertainment business. Like I like people who are gonna you know light people up and they're gonna give me a lot of fun in the build up. And I don't get that with Usman, right? I don't so get. You that must have hated George St. Pierre back in the day, then. Well, and I'm not. Well, again, George St. Pierre is okay once you got like further down the line because you're just like, oh my god, he's still so amazing. It's such an art form to watch. But I like that's what I love about people who put on a show. Like I like yeah. I like the villains. I like Covington. I want him to fight again because I like wow. him. <laughs> I love him. He's just the drama he brings with him. You I know? thought that was and the most stupidest thing I ever heard when he was challenging LeBron James. I'm like, but look, I get it. I get it. But <laughs> I get I love it. it look, but I get it. And I love that. That's what made Connor so great. That's why it's such a shame yeah. this fight yeah. where Connor wasn't the Connor we wanted. And, you know, but um, yeah, it's an exciting year. Um, next fight that's really exciting um, Adesanya. Blankovic, that's going to be sweet. That's going to be great. That's going to be great. I feel sorry for uh, Blakovic because I, you know, he just won that title. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to hold it. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Israel Adesanya is like an unreal talent. Unreal. Well, he's yeah. like, he's, it's great from my, because I come from a Muay Thai background. And so mm. like, we love it because we're like, finally, someone who is a genuinely technical striker working in the, in, in MMA. So like you watch right. the strikes and like, this is, this is, this is, this is Muay Thai. This is what we want to see. And so like, it's really great to watch. Um, and everyone's like, oh yeah, and no, I'll take him down. Will you? Um, I'm super, super excited to see a bit more about uh, Chandler. Here's my top tip for the year. All right, Ken, this is going to- You like, you like that fight, eh? You like that fight. <laughs> I, I, this is what I think is going to happen. Okay, this is me showing I know nothing yeah. about sport. I think that Poirier takes the trilogy against Connor. Yep, I think he takes it uh, because, you know, He's a money man. He needs some coin. He's probably, yeah. If you've got a choice between making a couple of mil in a, uh, against Connor um, or making a mil for a title, what are you going to take? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. you want to make the money, right? You, you want to make the money. I mean, the, why, do you think, why do you think Ben Askren is fighting uh, Jake Paul? Jake Paul is that money? Yeah, which which Askren, Askren sadly will not win because he is the worst boxer of all time. Um, <laughs> but the, um, but, um, uh, is, it a, is it a boxing match? Or I thought it was like It's a MMA boxing match. match. So sad because if it's an MMA match, like Jake's going to get ruined because he's the Heisman Trophy winner. Like he's an amazing wrestler, like ev- one of the best ever in MMA. Yeah. Yeah. But like to sit boxing, nah. um, I, don't, to, to legit, I don't think he's ever, I don't think he's ever really knocked anyone down with a punch in MMA. I don't think he ever has, you know, uh, Askren. Well, didn't he knock out? I mean, didn't he knock out? Um, what's his face? Or the ex-champ there? Uh, Robbie oh Lola. My, yes, yes. Didn't w- he w- knock him out? Didn't he I'm knock a, him out? Uh, I'm on Herb Dean's side here. I think he did. I think he did. I think you the think arm so? went limp. Yeah. Anyway, 
but yeah but the point is so i think like you've got um so my yeah my things i reckon um but I, if i reckon this is what happens yeah. poirier takes um takes mcgregor mcgregor wins that rematch i think mcgregor had um he was just hadn't trained properly he rocked him in the first round he didn't follow he did. up he did yeah he didn't follow i mean he up. was in He's that fight that. he was in that fight I, yeah he just what he, he but he wasn't in that fight, you know. He yeah. wasn't in it in the brain. So I think. Well, how can back. you be if you you produced your 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 whiskey? You, you know oh, what I mean? Know. It's just like I mean, the guy's got eighty million sitting in his uh, stacks, right? I mean, you got to be you got to be thinking. I mean, this guy Dustin Poirier has been doing nothing but fighting, so you got to do the exact same thing. And, and I hope fight. True yeah, story. I you know. know I'm hoping the Eagle shows back up, though. I, I am. I hope he thinks that uh, I want to make some coin and come out there and fight one of these guys. That's what I hope. Yes, I think, I think he beats... Uh, anyway, I think he beats Poirier. I think... Um, <clears throat> but I think Chandler's the next champ. That's my He looks call. good. He looks so good. I've, I've been banging on about that guy for about five years, and it yeah. really pisses me off when people say, oh, yeah, he's good. I'm like, yeah, mate. I've been saying for years, come on, Dana. Get this guy in. <laughs> he's amazing. He's amazing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's that's my uh, so that's, that's my predictions. And you got any uh, you got any predictions of your own there, big guy? Do you reckon John Jones takes Adesanya? Or, so, well, obviously he's got Stipe or Ngannou um, yeah. first. Yeah, either Stipe or Ngannou. And I think I think Stipe is going to be able to beat Ngannou again because you know Stipe is just he's an all around he, he's an everyday guy. The guy schools in, still works his job as a firefighter, mm. cleaning toilets. You know what I mean? Like doing all that mm. stuff, keeping himself humble. And he's he's just lights out. And Gano, can, if if he touches him, if he touches him, yeah, he goes to sleep. But same could be said the exact same way. John Jones takes the title though. I don't think there's any stopping Jones. Jones looks like a freak of nature right now, two fifty, absolute freak of nature. So to me, I think John Jones is the next heavyweight champion. But having said that, there's a lot of people coming down. Like when I just saw what's his face, big boy there, the Russian big boy there, Volkov just beat. Volkov. Uh, just beat uh, Overeem. Now, I understand Overeem's 40. I understand that. But you're still talking about a guy that's 6'7". He's, he looked a little bit faster. He took Derek Lewis to the, to, the, to, the, to the brink. Lewis got lucky with that last-minute punch there to knock him out. So I'm, I'm actually interested in that Curtis Blades fight, too. Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis there, because I think that's your next heavyweight title fight after Jones and uh, Stipe Aranganu. So. Yeah, I think I. You know, I'm. I'm. Um. I'm going to call it out. There. I'm going to disagree with that. I thought Volkov looked pretty average against Overeem. I think he looked well, all right. He's, he's but, but I think yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought considering uh, yeah, Overeem's forty. He's just looking for a paycheck. I didn't yeah. think that Volkov looked all that. I thought it looked okay. But like, you get tagged by Overeem, it's game over. It is right. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? And like, and Overeem is not as quickest. Or he's wily. Like he's still got the timing. But like, he was landing shots. And I feel like. If Overeem's getting those shots in, Ngannou's getting those shots in, Volkov doesn't get through that. I, I, I think with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the problem I've got there is for the um, for that, yeah, the Stipe, Like, I'm, I just think he's got some miles on the clock, right? He's taken he some does. shots. He does. He has from a man Cormier. He's taken some yeah. shots, and like yeah. you know, if I mean, if he neutral, like basically, you get if you get um, uh, Ngannou on the ground. You might as well just like give Igaru just like, oh, what do I do now? <laughs> like, yeah. what, what, what happens now? You know, so like if he can get him down, but like if he decides to stand and trade, Ngarni just gets better every fight. And I just, yeah. 
I he's so terrifying. But if he fights John Jones, mate, that like, oh, there's only one. I, there's only I, one champ. Yeah, yeah. And I think he stays there till retirement. I think it's just like yeah. You know, I don't. I mean, who? I, I mean, maybe he goes back down and fights Izzy for like. Why? There's there's a well, that, that would be that would be the only that would be the only thing I think that would bring him back down to light heavy is the cash is, is real. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I yeah. mean, and, they, why? and they're building for yeah. 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 Uh, oh man, I've taken up too much of time. Look, you guys, know what? I've 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 thoroughly enjoyed this, Thomas. Thanks, uh, man. Can't wait till this airs. You've been a great guest. Hopefully, we get to see you again. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming. And we're back. Holy smokes, Tom! Thank you again for coming on. Great discussions. I know you had a little bit of uh, fun at my expense, but it's okay. I mean, you're British. Well, we'll that's let why it go. we bonded, Tom. That's why I want to talk to you. I, I appreciate. It. I think Sean really needs to feel our tag team. So just, you know, <laughs> does that make you nervous? Valentine's uh, Day should be a little loving. It's a handicap match. It's all, I'm used to it now though. I'm used to these handicap matches, really you fun. know, I'm like Andre the giant walking around there. Okay. <laughs> feel like your tolerance is a little less than giant worthy, but that's fine. <laughs> Listen, this is 9% beer. You hush now. <laughs> not 17 or 170 or whatever the giant was drinking it's uh, probably giant light which i think means normal <laughs> true story man true story i'm gonna tell you this so when i was at whippy island going to uh tricare there was a doctor there um i'm not gonna say his name just to protect it because i didn't ask him for permission but I remember he was, <laughs> we were talking and he thought that I had a slight case of gigantism. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm the smallest giant you'll ever see. Crazy. <laughs> it's just because, it's just because I have a massive forehead, some big shoulders. My body's big. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah. I'm a big guy. So I, I'm just like, I'm like, gigantism <laughs> you're like a giant elf <laughs> i'd be the elf that's it <laughs> elf of the giant world everybody Sean <laughs> okay okay let's move on because i <laughs> wow oh man i'm tearing up here all right so before we brought tom on we were talking about Russell Wilson. Yeah. <coughs> Brad, just trade, I, just trades in general, right? And just public, yeah. maybe public demands is a better way to put it. Yeah. But the, the, it seems to be now, this is the new norm. Like, and, and at first I was like, what are these athletes doing? You would never see this. You would never see this. It would always be hush, hush under the, you know, rug, everything like that. Yeah. You hear about it post, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now it seems and I don't know if I'm against it. It seems like players are feeling that I'm a commodity. I have a limited amount of time to play. I want to win championships and maximize what I can do. Let me get to that position. You know what I mean? Let me get to that team. Let me get to wherever. And it's interesting that it's happening now more and more, especially this season, it's happening on a more and more frequent it's happening because people are being obliged, right? And they probably should be. And I think they see themselves as less of a commodity and more as the as the talent, more as the reason, and more as 
it's not that different from the music industry. Right. Right. Where we had, you know, record labels notoriously just ripping people off and not oh, yeah, pimping, pimping their artists. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, then you saw some artists take control uh, of their things and make some money. Now you're seeing a lot of them do that. Mm-hmm. Or you're seeing more friendly record companies that are run by former artists or whatever it is. Yeah. I think we're seeing that shift in sports. And I think rightly so. Rightly so. Right. <laughs> the people that make millions or in some cases of these sports owners, billions off the backs of other people's labor. And not to say that they're not paid handsomely because they are. Mm-hmm. Right. Most professional athletes make a good living only for a short period of time. It is, you know, like it's very rare to see the 20 year career, right? But the owners yeah. make real money all the time. Mm-hmm. You, it's the balance of power is there. Mm-hmm. It's why they have a union, but I think the union's failing them in a lot of regards. Mm-hmm. It's starting to pick it up now, right? That's what we're seeing is this, yeah. the power shift happening. And I'm really, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm more upset about how owners are treating the situation. I think we should just call it what it is. Yeah. I I really like on our vlog uh, on Friday what you stated there about J.J. Watt and the way that it was handled by the ownership group. And um, it's funny because, like, it, it made my wife and I talk about it as well. And, uh, you know, like, it's the perception, right? It's the perception of treating people differently. And... I still don't want to. I still don't want to go right out there and attack anybody. But well, and here's here's something I think that is culturally something that we're watching and seeing happen is there's an older guard in leadership, right? There's another generation there, and they do not understand technology or how it works. We're watching it play out in several different areas of culture, right? And they don't understand the reach that some of these athletes have or that some of these statements they have are. Mm-hmm. This is not 1986 or 1994 where you can just put out a press release and no one knows the difference. Now they're putting out press releases and then they're showing the video evidence that is counter to that. And right. then they're quiet. You can't have that mm-hmm. because that gives a real negative perception of what is really going on. That's what billows the smoke out. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that that I mean I, we've heard the rumor that Deshaun Watson hasn't talked to the McNair family and won't pick up the phone when the coaches call or in those things, right? Oh, I feel like he's your job to me. I think he went in and said, "I want you to trade me. Yeah. I'm done here." Yeah, and they keep trying to call him and he's not picking up the phone because of honoring his request. JJ mm-hmm. Watt would have likely done the same thing, mm-hmm. but instead they just granted him his release because it saved them some money. Yeah. It feels a bit abusive. It feels a bit narcissistic. It feels a lot of things. Well, it feels out of touch. Blurry. It's very blurry when you try to put business logic in with mm. humanity. Now, if you're if you're there and you're thinking as a business owner, right, and you're thinking, okay, out of my two commodities, which one's more valuable to me? It's going to be Deshaun Watson. It's not going to be JJ Watt. JJ Watt's old. JJ yeah. Watt. I mean, I'm not saying he's broken down. I'm not saying he's a great player. I'm just yeah, saying. Watt's going to go do what Chris Long was able to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's going to go Absolutely. somewhere where he can get on a snap count, play 20, 30 snaps a game on passing downs, just yeah. destroy, wreak havoc, 
mm-hmm. probably win a ring. Like it, you know, JJ and, Watts in a good spot. JJ Watts not what he was, but he's definitely no, not no, a pouch, no. right? But he's, here's he's the thing. Some of the 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 possible places for him to land. I was just having a look at this. Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, when you think about some of the possible places, I heard Cleveland. He's going <laughs> that. To- that would be something. I mean, if if he be, would, but he's going to Pittsburgh. You really think it's Pittsburgh, eh? Because I'll tell you, here's here's the places that they think, right? Yep. And these are these all right. So the top two: Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Yep. That's top two. That's that's just lazy journalism. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the Buffalo Bills, who would definitely would want something like that on their defense. The Browns, because Miles Garrett can't do it all by himself. Titans, the Colts. The dream of all these of all these players growing up was to play in the NFL. Right. You have three brothers in the same. Right. Right. TK and Eric Watt were able to team up last year yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You're telling me that now that JJ has a say for the probably the final time in his career where he goes, and his brothers are both contractually obligated to be in Pittsburgh. I think JJ Watt gets on the phone and says, Hey, my brothers make this roster next year. I'm coming in. Yeah, but here's the thing, Brad. The quarterback situation over there is Roethlisberger going to be the guy to lead you to a Super Bowl? It doesn't matter. It does matter. I think he wants a ring. JJ Watt, he he does, but I would argue that being able to play with your brothers at the highest level ever would be a nice parting gift because no one's guaranteed that ring. I I hear you. I hear you. Look at this man. Look at this man right back here. If Look he at goes this man to right Tampa back Bay, here. It's not a guarantee of a ring. If he goes to Kansas City, it's not a guarantee of a ring. You see this guy right there, number nine, yeah. Gordy Howe, right? He ended up winning some Stanley Cups in Detroit. Okay, became the number one player to ever play the game till Gretzky smashed all of his records. Um, that man played around so long that he played with his kids, but yeah. he did that after he won championships. But it, well, I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying is that JJ doesn't have that window. Mm-mm. He just does. So then it becomes. Yeah. Which one? And I think that he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. No. To have fun. And that fun is either winning a championship or maybe it's playing with his brothers. Yeah. And I, I'm just saying it won't surprise me if he ends up in Pittsburgh. Listen, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's not a rebuild by any stretch of the imagination. Their defense oh. is awesome. You know they got great weapons. I think we can see Roethlisberger retire. In the next two weeks, because there is there's a lot of rumor running around that him and Pouncey had a deal that they were both going to retire at the same time. That's been oh, yeah, the Pouncey twins are gone. That's right. Yeah, retired yeah. yesterday. It's not gonna surprise me if he goes, but that's not going to be the thing because yeah. Pittsburgh's heel wasn't Roethlisberger's play. It was right. those receivers not showing up to go, and right. there's plenty of quarterbacks out there they could restock with. Oh yeah, easily, easily. So you get Bud Dupree back in Pittsburgh from that ACL injury, right? Because that's they took a little dive defensively when when bud went down yeah. you add jj watt you'll spend your money that you're going to get in relief from roethlisberger retiring pouncey retiring you get yourself a good center you bring in a uh, quarterback you have your healthy receivers and your healthy running backs again pittsburgh's going to be back on top of the afc they're as good as the super bowl contender as there is right now they, they are i still think buffalo and kansas are going to have a say in that 
listen, first of all, it's Kansas City. Stop disrespecting the team like that. Oh, sorry, Kansas City. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. They don't even play in Kansas. They play in Missouri. I know. I know. Yeah. Like a devil shot at them to like to call them that. It's like everybody's called like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> listen, Kansas City and Buffalo Bills were the number one and two, number two in the AFC. Sure. But no, they I'm, are. Well, it's not, it's not sure. They are. They are. Okay. Maybe. We'll Browns, see. maybe number three. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. But Pittsburgh's in the conversation for four or five. Absolutely. Absolutely. What have we seen this year? Is I know. Tampa, Tampa showed you what they could do. Right? Make the playoffs. Anything possible. And isn't it? It's still amazing that Washington had the best chance to actually knock them off. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Washington. I, I think that's the thing. It's going to be fascinating to watch. But I don't, I mean, I think J.J. Watt does want to play for a contender. I think Pittsburgh is a contender. And the icing on that cake is that his two brothers play there. Yeah. You tell me that the that if Giannis had his chance that he wouldn't bring his third brother to play in Milwaukee? Oh, yeah. I, I think so. I think so. That's, I think it's a big deal. I think if you're at that level and you've grown up playing with your brothers at all these other levels and you get a chance to do it at the highest level. Yeah. Give your parents that gift of watching you play all the same. They can just watch one game on Sunday and be at a game on Sunday. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. you, I think that has value. I think that's how it works. Mm. I don't know JJ Watt. I don't know, his, but I know he loves his brothers. I know. I, listen, they they did that. What was that show? It was kind of like a ripoff of American Gladiator. Yeah. Tag, tag. That's it. Tag. Yeah. I mean, they do Subway commercial. I mean, they're all in yeah. it, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. just the thing. And they they had so much joy when. Uh, Pittsburgh and Houston faced off this year. You know oh, yeah, I mean? for sure. For out, sure. The kids were over and all that. Are you telling me that they don't want that all the time? No. Even if it's just for one year? Yeah. Like a one I don't year know, though. J.J. Watt in Pittsburgh. Makes I, feel, I feel what you're saying. I just – I just, it, it could happen. It could happen. I'm not going to say it ain't going to happen. I'm just wondering, though, how much does he want that ring? Is he chasing a ring? And rightfully so, he should be. Yeah. I, I don't disagree that he's chasing yeah. a ring. I think that he has a good shot in Pittsburgh, and I think that the – Part that puts them over is, yeah. you know, there'll be three Watt names in the back of a jersey. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> hey, mes amis, uh, Quebec, hey, je bois de beer uh, dans un verre pour les... Uh... Where's the SAP button on this thing? <laughs> pour les beer, le festival Chambly. Hey, merci beaucoup. So I just said to everybody, listen, I'm drinking my beer from a beer glass that I got in the beer festival in Chambly. Thank Man. you so much. You know? I don't know how that segue worked, but here we are. Let's talk more about, I want to make this conversation about something different. Uh, in our little pre-show chat this morning, you <laughs> told me that Sidney Crosby has announced his intention that he wants to be traded to the Colorado Avalanche. Well, I don't know so much of it. He's announced something here. Let me just bring this back up. So basically what we're looking at here from what I read here from the hockey writers. One thing about what you said. Yeah. Oh, so he's announcing a trade to a contender. I go, that sucks. (laughs) You said. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No different than LeBron. Yeah, it is no different. It is no different. I said, well, LeBron was a free agent when he picked his teams. (laughs) He didn't force a trade out mid-year and quit on his guys. So maybe... A little more of that would be good because it's this is these are two different things. 
Okay, so Daryl Dreger didn't even force a trade in mid like in off season. Like LeBron was free to go wherever he wanted to. So it sounds Darryl, a bit like a girl broke up with you and then got a new boyfriend, and you're like, "Oh, same." <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come to Sidney Crosby's rescue. Like he really needs me to come to his rescue, anyways. Um, so he, does, he, probably, he probably needs the elf of the giant world to come save him. <laughs> Listen, um, Sidney Crosby. Maybe there's some rumbling because for a hockey scribe to come out and write, even though that he's saying that this is still not for certain, right? For him to write out here, though, that uh, it wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in Colorado. That must mean that there's some somebody somewhere saying that Sidney Crosby's not happy in Pittsburgh. Now, Jim Rutherford left. But I think that they got a great GM in Ronnie Hextall. Like, Ronnie Hextall, he built Philadelphia Flyers back up. I don't know if you know Ron Hextall, but if you were to watch any of his games, I think you would really like him because he's one of those goaltenders that would fight at the drop like at the drop of a hat. He'd go out there. He, he went right out after Chris Chelios. I'll never forget that. <laughs> Took his mask off and everything went out of it. Just went out. I, I know the highlights of the seasons. I watch SportsCenter. Like, yeah. We're talking about this is back thirty years ago, brother. How long have you been watching sports? Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> it's not a new thing for me. <laughs> so, anyways, Ron Hextall's got a good hockey mind, and then they brought in Brian Burke, who I have a lot of respect for. Brian Burke, although when Brian Burke was our GM, he was dealt a poison pill because John Ferguson Jr made the Leafs a laughing stock of the NHL for so like he had a he had a fix what was that guy's position the GM oh so you're talking about the coach and then the GM yeah 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 so uh Brian Burke is going in as the president of hockey operations for Pittsburgh Penguins yes but he was the coach of the Maple Leafs no he was the GM for the Maple Leafs oh and and then the coach of the Maple Leafs sucked the coach of the Maple Leafs sucked, but the GM was there. And no, 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 no. The GM previously, oh, John Ferguson Jr. Oh, yeah, he he just made a he he made an so entire he mess. So yeah, and so he was trying he was trying to fix he was trying to fix a turd. So I I might have been I might have judged him a little harshly at the, the at only that. Way to do that is to flush it. Right? That's basically it. So I might have judged him a little harshly in the beginning of that there, right? But then I was listening to him over the last little bit there, showing up in a few, uh, uh, like on Sirius XM on uh, some of the uh, hockey uh, shows that show up on, of course, the NHL Network, and uh, he's the one that said Pierre Luc Dubois just played his last game. There's going to be a trade. This is going to happen. And sure enough, within 24 hours, bam, it happened. So I think he's got a great hockey mind. I, I Like I said, I gave him a bad – it was a bad shake for him to be with the Leafs. But I think Pittsburgh is coming out all right with this. So for Sidney Crosby to be sitting there and saying anything, this is probably him just looking at it like this is going to take a little bit because they don't really have a good goaltender. They don't – that was stupid of them to get rid of Flurry to uh, Vegas, not protect him. They let him go. Yep. And and you're you're looking at what's happening now. Like they don't have a legitimate goaltender. They're in they're in dire straits. But for him to go to Colorado, that is a super team right there. Because you got Nate McKinnon, Sidney Crosby, uh, Nazim Kadri. Your centerman lineup is solid. That's solid. You're solid down the middle. 
So then your wings and your white wings, and you got the defense to go along with that, plus a half-decent serviceable goaltender. That's a Stanley Cup. I mean, they went they went very far last season, all the way, I think, to the uh, conference finals. So, so does defense not win championships in hockey? Of course, defense is very vital. Your goaltending has got to be top-notch. But you just said they have a mediocre goalkeeper. If your defense is good. So here, have a look at this, okay? Out of all the goaltenders right now, Vasilevsky, who won the Stanley Cup last season, probably the top goaltender right now in the NHL. But having said that, do I think Huboden from Dallas was your top goaltender? No, he wasn't your top goaltender, but he got you there. And there's plenty of examples of goaltenders that will rise to the occasion, but they're not there the whole entire time. So that's always something, right? But if you got half decent defense to at least clear the the rebounds that are out there, you're you're going to have a little bit more success, you know. I just and, want to clear it up. You said he was a mediocre goaltender, and then you said that, um, you know, no serviceable. So when I say serviceable, sure. that's yes, what, 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 what I'm trying to say is listen. But what I'm saying, this is my confusion. You said that he was mediocre, serviceable, whatever. But then you said you have to have stellar goalkeeper play, and those two things okay. didn't matter for me. Because so, the way I understand it, if you can have a serviceable goaltender, I hear you. I hear you. And you have I, I hear what you're saying. That can protect him. That I hear what matters, you're saying. Right? You're trying you to you're trying to put me on the straight and narrow here, Brad. I hear you. Listen, I hear you. Listen, this is your sport. I know. I know. Sure your sport is, you know, I, I feel you. But here's the thing is that I never thought that I never thought that Crawford, Corey Crawford, was a stellar goaltender. He was a serviceable goaltender for Chicago when they won those cups. Serviceable. I never thought that uh Habi Bulin was a great goaltender. He was a serviceable goaltender when they won that cup for Tampa Bay back in 2004. Yeah, but those guys probably had more better than decent lines in front of them right yeah absolutely yeah four four banging lines will go tender that will step up in big moments but that's what i'm saying though is that you have four serviceable lines in colorado plus on top of that a decent enough defense that'll clear those rebounds plus you got character plus you know you're you're going to put arguably the top two of the top five hockey players in the entire world on that one team of all time on that one team of the current time (laughs) of, all, of, all <laughs> of the current uh, time two, two of the top five players of all time of uh, the current time yeah listen there's only one time i saw two of the top five players play together of the current of any time and that was team canada back in 1988 when you had gresky and lemieux playing together there did they win the gold medal oh yeah <laughs> they ran through they ran through everybody <laughs> it was a run through what are you talking about? Now, unfortunately, Gretzky, when Lemieux retired and then went to the Olympics, poor old Gretzky, he didn't even get picked for the uh, penalty shot there. Anyways, though, they ended up oh, losing the... Yeah. Only the greatest player of all time in Europe. I know. When it mattered, didn't get picked for the penalty We're shot. We're also talking about a 37-year-old Gretzky here, though, as well. So, yeah. well, A 42-year-old quarterback that just won MVP in the Super Bowl, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's all we do. Yeah, okay. I do like that meme there with Tom Brady. The only way he won't win a Super Bowl is if he's on this team, and it's of course him in a Dallas Cowboys uniform. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Lamp about the yesterday, and Lamp said that if Tom Brady goes to Dallas and wins a championship, he'll shut up about him being the goat. <laughs> so now he has to do this in order to prove it. Oh my gosh! No, I can prove it other ways. We're just saying, like if that's the next move, then we all just kind of oh, listen. Yeah. 
Tom Brady proved he's a goat. Uh, he proved it already. He doesn't have to do anything else. The thing I, is, is like what is the only thing that irked me is that he's just there. Look, this is how many championships I won. Here, kids, have this Lombardi trophy. <laughs> you know, people are texting like, "Hey, Gronk, be careful with that trophy." He's like, these yeah. kids are like, "Ah, <laughs> I got well, six of that these." That was the MVP trophy. It wasn't the Lombardi, but then he did the disrespect to Lombardi by throwing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Here, kids. I got six of these. <laughs> he chucked it across the water. Oh my god. And it wasn't a great throw. I mean, I like I like non-Belichick Tom. I think I think you know party boy Tom is fun. You know, you got a little slot on the boat, like the rest of us would. Listen, Here. can you agree with me that Tampa's defense won that championship. It wasn't anything that Tom Brady yeah, did. There was there was at least three players on the defense that should have been MVP before Tom Brady was. Yeah, I mean Tom I Brady think, did his I job. Would argue, I would consider an argument that Rob that Gronkowski deserved the MVP more than uh, Tom yeah. Brady did. Uh, that was that was all that was all Robert Goodell. Like, like oh, Tom was Tom, Tom was oh, Tom, Tom was five in that list. Tom, oh Tom, Tom, Bill yeah, Roger, huh? Yeah, 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 Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom. The family show we can't talk about it anymore. I'm gonna make some bad jokes about the play gate. <laughs> we have to move. We have to move on. <laughs> Listen. So here's the difference between um, American trade rumors and Canadian trade rumors in uh, in the NBA. I already know the answer. In the NBA. Time. In the NBA. Okay. Not hockey. Because hockey, we have seven teams, right? But in the NBA, there's one team. Same thing with baseball, one team. So when things, something happens, the whole nation knows about it. Not just the city, the whole nation. Like, the very fact Kyle Lowry, his house is up for sale, and it's front like front page sports page news. It's like the Maybe front page of the sports page on the National Post, which is a Canadian newspaper. What, not if, the Toronto Lowry, what if he just wants a new house? <laughs> have you seen that house man it's beautiful i'm gonna send you a thing about Listen, that house that's fantastic all i'm gonna say <laughs> is if you live in the same place for seven years and you make more money now than you did when you bought the place maybe you want to upgrade i don't know man that house is pretty beautiful maybe drake's selling one of his cribs and like, I don't have it. <laughs> you don't know uh but there's a there's a rumor though that he might go to atlanta to get john collins over here so i don't know that's the dumbest deal you guys can make that's not i mean. know I mean, right now, I mean, I've been looking at trade rumors for Toronto, and one of them was like uh, Andre Drummond, Blake yeah. Griffin. I'm like, I don't know. We need to get bigger. We lost two big Blake, men. Blake could get you deep in the playoffs. I don't know what Drummond does for you. Healthy Drake. Healthy, Healthy Blake. Blake. Healthy Blake. <laughs> Healthy Drake ain't doing anything for us. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's my second beer. Yeah. 9%. All you're, doing, all you're doing is making my honor the giant tolerance. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, yeah, I mean, that's a healthy, the- a healthy Blake Griffin, a motivated Blake Griffin that for being stuck in purgatory that is Detroit would be an upgrade over anything you have in your roster. Whoa. Whoa. At that position, who's better than Blake? Oh, Griffin? okay. No, no, no. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, Pascal Siakam is not. 
<laughs> Pascal Siakam. Is I'm not the- saying he's the. I didn't say he was going to come in and be the best. Yeah. Player on the team. I'm saying yeah. he's an upgrade at that position. Mm, mm. There's no one on your roster that's better than Blake Griffin at that position. Mm. What I'm saying. Yeah. But I mean, with Drummond, though, I was thinking, like, okay, so if you had Drummond, you have Chris Boucher right now. Yeah. That's an awesome one two punch. And if it you is. want to go all big, you could have them both. I don't know out. how many, I don't know how many points Drummond's going to score. He's going to make you better defensively. I don't know that yeah. necessarily Toronto's problem right now. Well, our rebounding, I don't know if you've seen our rebounding numbers. It's pretty it's Yeah, pretty... but scoring it's scoring too, right? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. not doing well there. I mean, yeah. the, the games aren't one thirty to you know, one ten. You know what I mean? No. Like, no. Yeah. That's not what's going on. So Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, though, I'm watching the games. I'm interested. It's like, you know, I mean, it's 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 sad that we have to rebuild, but every every great team's going to have to do that. Like, oh, stop it. Stop it with your Portland. Oh, my gosh. That's like so Portlandia. <laughs> like P&W all the way down right there. Starters. What's that? Them, we're down three stars with like. We just put a colossal ass whipping on the Cleveland Cavaliers last night. Yeah. The team that was looking like championship contenders against Brooklyn Nets not too long ago. Well, only went on a back to back, down three starters, <laughs> but looking good. A lot of fun right now in the PNW. They're not going to win anything, but they're good. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun, fun right? Fun yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey, my Leafs. I don't know if you noticed that. I said it was a big deal. Yeah. Big deal. Buddy, we like get to play the Habs. It was a big deal on our on our guys' Real sports Facebook page, but on your personal page, you didn't say shit. So whoa, that's because I played. How big a deal it really was? <laughs> no. Oh, you're funny, man. Proclamations. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, big deal. Am I wrong? Okay. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I didn't put it out there, but you could, you could, you could guaranteed right now i'm going to be putting it out there because they're playing again tonight so i'll be putting yeah it out we're going to play again 17 more times in the next four weeks no 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 there's only seven more times that they have to play them okay but the thing is that if we beat them here we've oh, won three seven. how many times do they play them every year on a normal season on, on, on a normal and a normal one i believe it's like uh one two three four maybe like five or six yeah you know? and they're going to play 12 times this year 10 Russell Wilson thing. Yep. You know, wouldn't surprise me. I hadn't thought about the Jets thing until now. I've been thinking about it as we've been talking because you know, all my hockey takes are just off the cuff. And so while you're talking about hockey, I'm thinking about other things like football. Here's what would be interesting to me. And tell me how much water this holds. Go for it. Sam Donald is a USC guy. Yep. And was highly touted. Hmm. Pete Carroll is a USC guy. Right. Is it a stretch that the trade is Russell Wilson to the Jets for Sam Donald, the second pick in the 2021 draft, and a third round pick in the 2021? No, that's not not a fart. It's not a fart. As a matter of fact, I'd be surprised that you get less than what Stafford and the golf deal was. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But I think if you get, I think there has to be a quarterback that comes back and yeah. after Russell Wilson and Sam Darnold is like, all right, yeah, you throw him in there with a first rounder, or a third rounder, or a first rounder, well, does, or two first what, rounders. He does, he does what Pete Carroll wants him to do, yeah, or wants but, to. Do. 
he has to compete. He has to compete against whoever else is coming up there that you draft. And let's let's face it, you draft a quarterback. But that's not that's not uncommon for Pete Carroll and John Schneider. No, right. No. That's not, no. we paid. Uh, uh, oh man, what's his name? I can't remember because he's never played here. Uh, he was here for a year. Matt Flynn. We paid Matt yep. Flynn a good contract to come out of Green And he Bay. lost his job. He lost his job to lost Russell job Wilson. To Russell Wilson. Yeah. It was thought to be Matt Flynn's team. Tavares yep. Jackson was the backup. Yeah. And then they had this Russell Wilson kid they drafted on a flyer. And then all of a sudden, Russell jumps over T-Jack and he jumps over Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn gets cut in a surprise. And we roll into the T-Jack, Russell Wilson world. That's what I'm saying. I mean, really, I mean, no matter which option you guys look at, you're not looking at a horrible thing. No. And that's, you know what I mean? And I remember you saying this two weeks ago, saying, I wish we can get rid of Russell Wilson so we could start building our defense. So it was just so funny when you said that, and then he shows up on the Dan Patrick show the very next week. It's like, whoa. <laughs> I do the math. I do the math of what we're seeing. I just, I think... You know, there was a lot of smoke when Russell was a free agent that he was going to go to New York and play in the Giants. So that's when Eli yeah. was going. And the thought was he wanted the market for him and Sierra for their marketing and, you know, the empire he's building. And it's not, this isn't me anti-empire building. Yeah. yeah. This is me anti-empire building at the cause of your job you're currently doing and then blaming other people yeah. for your failure. That's what this is. You know what I mean? Like you can't welcome you to 2021, man. I don't know what to say. It's like, you're at your job, right? Yeah. If you're at your job and then you find something to do at night part-time, mm-hmm. like let's just say it's TikTok, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. then you blow up on TikTok mm-hmm. and then that impacts your job. Then you have to make a decision. Yes. Yeah. And you probably don't get to keep your job. No. Even though you're building this following that's paying you money on another right. platform. You have to make a decision at that point. And I firmly believe in this. There's equal rights for everyone and special rights for no one. Yeah. Russell Wilson doesn't get a pass. Yeah. For wanting to do other stuff on the outside. Right. Plenty of players have done other things on the outside and not. I got, I got no problems. I got no problems with that. You have to show up for your job. Like you said, original job. Right. But here's the thing. I mean, now you're thinking that the grass is green on the other side. Well, you might just get your wish, you know, but here's the thing is that no matter which way you look at it, Seattle still comes out a winner because you're going to get all those draft picks. You're going to get somebody back in the return and New York then. Okay. Now all of a sudden you got a great quarterback coming to you. That's not really that old. You still got a few more years. I would love for us to stay here. Yeah. But but you're paying a premium for him where you could have, you know what I mean? You could have eased yourself in. But the thing is to me that the jets have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose because they're not going to get the number one pick. They don't have Trevor Lawrence. So then who are you going to go if for? Haven't, if they haven't lost their fan base by now, they're not going to start. That's it. That's it. I mean, and it's sad because Robert Sala is coming in there and he's asked to build a miracle team right now, you know, and well, it's that's like another interesting point. Cause you know, who was in Seattle with Russell Wilson uh, early on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like this Jets thing, Sean. It's a good deal. Listen, I was I was thinking about it. I was like, this is the only logical sense to me. To me, if I was a, if I was a GM, this is what I would do. Now, having said that, I'm not a GM. <laughs> You're a good man. Well, thank you, thank you. Although you and I somehow are just I don't know. Like you had to correct me on Joe Thornton. I needed a correction on that. Not a good man. This means you're ill informed on your. <laughs> 
Oh, Brad, you're just killing me here. Brad is killing me today. Keep me on the straight and narrow. I don't I don't know what I do without him. I don't know what I do without him. And right now there's a lot of things happening. Uh I can't I can't believe right now, Brad, and you have to agree with me on this. Okay, so with all these moves happening, um what do you think is gonna happen when we come back in two weeks? What's your predictions? Um I, it's hard. I, I think I don't think anything has happened in the next two weeks. I think uh, I think it all just kind of sits where it, man. I, I don't know. Let me. Things happen quick, eh? They, 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 when 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 things happen, they happen very quick. Um. Yeah. You know what? Now that here's here's what I think happens. Now that the JJ Watt thing has cleared, yeah, and that yeah. Texans have signaled a clear rebuilding, I think that. There's going to be a three-team trade that ends up with Deshaun Watson going to San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo going to uh, Minnesota, and Kirk Cousins going to Houston. And some draft picks, obviously. That's not crazy. That's not crazy. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. But you're saying – or say so – that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of moving parts here. Uh, so Deshaun Watson goes to San Fran. Yes, right? Deshaun Watson ends up in San Fran. But Minnesota Minnesota gets Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, two picks, one from San Francisco, one from Houston. Houston takes back uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, swap picks of the first round from Minnesota and Houston, and two future first rounds from uh, San Francisco. Because Houston needs first round picks. Yeah, they've they've a whole ton of them, a whole ton of them. Yeah, I think I think they swap with Minnesota in a round, and I think uh, in a first round, I think they get two uh, future firsts from San Francisco. So three essentially. Yeah, because Kirk Cousins is well, he's serviceable. (laughs) He's a good rebuilding quarterback. Yeah, he is. How sad is that? That's your that's your job. Go in and fix piece, people's messes. Like RG three, when he went down, he had to go in there to Washington fix that mess. Goes to Minnesota, it, but that that was his team. He was supposed to make that into a team, and it just never panned this out. This is not a leader, right? That's what you want in a rebuild. Is not a leader. Mm-hmm. I just heard him on a NFL Network there in Sirius. And it sounded like he was ready to do radio. He was ready to do radio right away. I'm like, what's this guy doing? <laughs> you still got to play, buddy. <laughs> you got enough money. Yeah. So. Um, a million. Um, help you do some things. Ask Conor McGregor. Oh, that's official, buddy. Number three, Poirier, Conor McGregor. Uh, June. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. If Connor gets if Connor gets destroyed again, is he done? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but but my thing is that Poirier is not even going for a title fight. He's he's not doing that. He's taking the payday. I can't blame him. I think he just wants to beat the tar off of him one more time. Why not? He'll Why still not? be in that spot. I mean, if he, uh, he's he's going to beat him again. There's, there's no yeah, question. Even if he, even if he loses, he doesn't lose that spot. Like my dog wants to get pet. Hi, Kiki. Hi. Now, what's your prediction? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this dog is too much. <laughs> I, 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 
All right. What is what is your prediction now? Uh, so we talked about Deshaun Watson. What's your prediction? Do you think J.J. Watt gets signed in the next two weeks? Yeah, I, yeah J.J. Watt goes to Pittsburgh and he goes quickly. Okay. What is your prediction on um, what's happening in the NHL? What do you think? Uh, I think that Sidney Crosby gets traded. Hmm. Um, I think that he ends up in playing for the Washington Capitals. I like the way you think. Forever enemies could be future allies. That would be so awesome. Wow. Wow. Only in a pandemic. (laughs) So, okay. So I'm going to give you mine. So I think that Russell Wilson might go to the Jets. No, you got to own it. Not not this might shit. You got it. It's got to be all right. Russell Russell Wilson is a Jet. You guys going to get Sam Darnold back and everything like that. I I like your quarterback carousel with uh, San Fran and everything because they're definitely movers. You know what I mean. Deshaun Watson needs to get moving. I don't disagree with you on that one. I I and definitely Minnesota is definitely a shopper as well. So that one, I, I'm probably on the same board with you. I'm going to say that Sidney Crosby is going to stay where he is. I don't think he's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we're going to see Toronto try to add another piece. In the NHL? In the NHL. Just a small piece in order to keep them going because the thing is that they have a couple older guys that are just locker room, like locker room uh, glue. But they need somebody else that's going to be a little bit more serviceable in order to take some of the minutes. Sure. Um, and I, th- yeah, Leafs are number one team right now in the NHL. So I don't see are them. They, are they still the number one team in two weeks when we come back? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, the Maple Leafs are going to look like juggernauts. Okay, that's my bias right there. That's completely my bias. That is not even that's I'm not even giving you any sort of perspective. That's that is my bias. I'm sorry. Um, to be honest with you, I think that uh, the Leafs still will be number one, but I think it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, we have Montreal a couple more times here. Montreal is not going to give us every game, so we got to be honest with you on that one. So, but I still think that they're going to be number one by a couple of points. Yeah. So. Okay. Not the juggernaut that I just said. No, it might be. <laughs> your boy can dream. You shouldn't shut your fandom down. You just got to be honest about it. Well, I'm being honest right now. I, I do think they'll be number one. I mean, I'm going juggernauts. <laughs> you know, the yeah, thing yeah, is, there's a difference in those two things, right? Yeah, so. it, absolutely. So. Uh, is Usman still a champ when we come back? Tim and Gilbert Burns. Yeah, tonight. yeah. I think I think he makes his whatever. He, he makes this the most boringest match ever. He's gonna wrestle him, keep him down. He doesn't want to deal with. He doesn't want to deal with his power. He doesn't want to deal with any of that. Yeah, absolutely. He's still the champion. He's gonna wrestle him down. Yeah. All right. You know, I do think that. Okay. What do you think? Yeah, I think he. Did. I think he retains it. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, friends, uh, that's the end of season one. There we are, on our way. So. Again, we appreciate your support. You'll see stuff from us. We've got some things uh, planned for our hiatus. Uh, we'll be back first week of March. Is that right? March 7th is when the episode will air. Yeah. 
for the yeah. first uh, first full week of March. Uh, you'll find us. We're going to be excited to be back. We've got a bunch of fun stuff planned for season two. So thanks for rocking with us uh, in the, you know, actually, I, I do want to say one last thing. Today is uh, February 13th. It's my nephew's uh, 16th birthday. So Ezra, happy birthday, buddy. Love you. Uh, happy birthday, doing. Ezra. Bearing <laughs> yeah. on the name, that's the good thing. And, uh, you know, my grandpa George always had a saying when we're walking out. And it's, it's something that I try to carry on with uh, all of the kids these days. And it's when you leave the house, it's a, hey, you be good or be good at it. And so I would like to encourage you all to. Be good or be good at it. Peace. See you guys later. Season two. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week. And join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos. Or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls. We can catch it. Yeah, I like it. Like right now, because you can see yeah. the recording sign up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun to watch. The, like the kids are all freaking out because of snow, and the dog had to go out, and the dog loves the snow. And, you know, <laughs> just everything took longer this morning. Man. So I, I forgot to mention to you that uh, um, that Tom guy, Tom Ferry there, he was actually going to say something about you doing a hundred push-ups. <laughs> and I said, no, no, let's not do that. I don't want to bring any light to Brad's uh, back, backyatomy problem. Right. Yeah. I, then, thought the, would, I thought we would open up season two with it. That sounds good. And then he, and then he goes, uh, well, your co-host Brad then should be working on his call more. <laughs> Well, we didn't record that though. <laughs> He's not wrong. Mm. And Wade Simmons coming in, those those veteran guys coming in and telling him, This is what you got to do to win. The same Joe Thornton that you were upset about. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And now when I look at it for 700,000, it was a steal. <laughs> He's not getting any goals. He's not getting any assists. About, uh, the value of veteran leadership when he was signed, and you told me to shut it. <laughs> I did. I did. And I should have listened to you, Brad. Listen, um, we're going we're going off the rails here today. One of us is. <laughs> Listen. One of us is gonna have a nap after this. I can guarantee you. I can see it in your eyes already. <laughs> Listen, um we're going to have a snowball fight and build some snowmen. You are gonna go have a nap. We're not the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh